With the NBA Finals around the corner, you can bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet up to $1,500 if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus. Bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome to a brand new edition of We Got Next here on the MMA Fighting Podcasting Network. I am Mike Heck. Thank you for joining us this week. We got two great interviews heading your way with a fighter who has a big fight on the horizon. And another coming off of a huge win less than two weeks ago. So another bit of a shorter show, but I have a feeling that next week will be a different story. So stay tuned for that. But obviously a lot going on this week and as always, but especially this week in the world of mixed martial arts. This program drops in the early morning hours of Thursday, two days before UFC 272, which is going down this Saturday. In Las Vegas, headlined by Colby Covington versus Jorge Mazadal. And this card, like most, we've had some some shuffles of the deck, if you will. Co-main event, we were supposed to see Rafael Dos Anjos versus the surging Rafael Fiziev in a five-round co-main event. Fiziev, as you found out on the MMA Hour, tested positive for COVID. He is out of the fight. But Hanata Moicano... Looks to be stepping in. Still five rounds. Big fight for Hanata Moicano against the former champion, Rafael Dos Anjos. And it'll be at a catch weight at 160 pounds. So great fight. Some people were groaning about it. How could you groan about that fight? I don't get it. I love that fight. I think it's very interesting. Hanata Moicano has been on a roll. I feel like he's one of the more underrated guys at 155 pounds. Coming off a big win over Alexander Hernandez. Just ran through him. And now he gets a big opportunity, gets the kind of fight that he wants. So I love it. I think it's a great substitution. And we're going to get two five-round non-title fights. And I love both of them equally, if we're being honest. I mean, coming to Mazadal has much more heat on it. But from a competitive standpoint, 
really enjoy both fights on paper. We had the media day yesterday, Jose Young's in the house in Las Vegas. We got the press conference going down later on today. As this is released, we have a live edition of BTL going down on Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern on the MMA Fighting YouTube channel. It'll be on this network as well after the fact, and we'll get you ready for UFC 272, everything going on in the world of mixed martial arts. We get the weigh-in show on Friday. That'll start a little before noon Eastern time. We get the ceremonial weigh-ins later on, and then we'll have a live preview show Friday, late afternoon, early evening-ish, after the ceremonial weigh-in. So a little different timing, but it'll be fun going a little bit later because we'll react to what happened at the ceremonial weigh-ins. I'm sure things will get a little dicey between Covington and Mazadal in that final face-off. And then on Saturday, we'll have the People's Pre-Fight Show 45 minutes before the first fight of the card. I'm not going to say a time because why would I do that? The world of MMA is so chaotic. Maybe... All these fights won't stay intact, so I don't want to make a promise, but I will say 45 minutes before the first fight, whenever that happens, and we'll have the live press conference feed after the event, after Covington and Mazadal do the damn thing. We'll have a live post-fight show immediately following that, so it's going to be a late one on Saturday, and then AK and I are going to get a couple hours of sleep, and then we'll be back Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, with a live edition of On to the Next One to do some matchmaking with all of you on the YouTube channel following the event, so... A lot to look forward to this week on MMAfighting.com, so buckle up and get ready because no one does fight weeks like we do. So let's run down the lineup. We'll get right into this show. We're going to wrap things up with David Onama, who picked up a huge win over Gabriel Benitez, a nasty first-round knockout at USC Vegas 48 around 12 days ago, doing the math right. Gets a bonus, first one in the UFC, a percentage of Benitez's purse because he missed weight. And apparently, he caught the attention of Dana White. So much so that he was sent to the hospital after the fight with Benitez. But before he went to the hospital, he was summoned to Dana White's office, which he'll talk about that conversation in a little bit. But we're going to take a short break. When we come back, no more commercials. We're going to get right after it nonstop. We'll kick things off with a very exciting fighter, Dana Batgari. From Mongolia, he's got three wins in a row in the UFC's Bantamweight division, three first-round knockouts in a row, and he has his toughest test to date coming up at the end of the month. He'll face Chris Gutierrez at UFC Columbus on March 26th. This was not his original opponent, but still a really good fight between two guys that, in my opinion, are not getting the respect they deserve in this loaded division. So when we return, Dana Batgari will join us for the very first time on We Got Next Thanks for listening, everybody. We're this close to crowning an NBA champ. And with the action heating up on the court, it's even hotter at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet, up to 1500 bucks if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 
expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Dana Batsgari. He is back in action March 26th at UFC Columbus, taking on Chris Gutierrez. Should be a good one at 135 pounds. Happy to be joined by Dana and his translator, Toby. Gentlemen, thank you for the time. How are you today? Uh, he says, good morning. Thank you. Um, I feel great. Um, just, you know, waiting, uh, waiting till the, the 26th of March and, you know, looking forward to a, to a great fight. Well, let's get right into this, Sanab, because you were originally supposed to face Montel Jackson at this event. And there's been obviously a lot of hype around Montel for a long time now. When did you find out that he was out of the fight and how did you react to that? Montel Jackson tired Tolta Christavasa, the Montel Jackson, the Arthur Nithin Dimchichte, if they hype if they Totachan Bessentigat, tired of the Tolta Bessin, Tota cancelled that. She hits a person's name, it's in the Tiachin and Hnev Yachts, she was in Begina. Maybe the Tolong Yomun and the Bessin between Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he says um, he found out roughly a, like a week ago and, you know, um, business as usual for him, you know, uh, he, his new opponent is uh, Chris Gutierrez, who's a pretty well, uh, well, you know, a good opponent as well. Um, so, yeah, business as usual is looking forward to the fight. We're all aware of how deep this Bantamweight division is, Dana, and we see a lot of these guys in this division have a lot of excitement behind them. You lost your UFC debut, but since then, three straight first-round knockouts. You just got a bonus in your last fight. 
but I feel like you're not getting the attention you deserve if we're being honest or not. Do you feel the same way, especially after what you've done in these last three fights? Yeah, he says, you know, his, at his camp uh, at uh, uh, Jackson Wink, there are great, great athletes, great training partners there. And, you know, uh, thanks to them, he's been putting in the work and, you know, he's looking forward to, you know, uh, moving up in the ranks and, um, you know, doing his business on, 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 the, big, on the bright lights. But do you, do you feel like fans, maybe us in the media, that we're not giving you enough respect based on these performances? He feels it. He, you know, definitely feels the love from the fans. You know, he gets, you know, great support and messages on, on Instagram, you know. Um, so he definitely feels, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, that he's, you know, well-respected, um, you know, he, he, he's well-respected among his, you know, his colleagues as well as the fans. Fair enough. Uh, we, we, I personally feel like you're not getting the respect you deserve. I feel like you should be getting pushed more. Although I like this fight, you're fighting Chris Gutierrez, who he's another guy that I feel is, is kind of flying under the radar unbeaten in his last six. A lot of people thought he beat Cody Durden in that fight that was scored a draw. What are your thoughts on what Chris has done recently? Have you been impressed with how he's performed in the octagon? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, now he said, you know, once he uh, signed the bout, um, you know, he kind of found out who he was, you know, what, you know, what his track record was, um, you know, he's aware that, you know, he's been putting some great performances in the octagon and, you know, he's looking forward to putting a stop on his uh, win streaks. How do you like the matchup stylistically? Obviously, his MO is he's got incredible leg kicks. Those have been the difference makers in, in his last several fights. What else stands out to you about the matchup from a stylistic perspective? Mm -hmm. um, 
Тимнес Катон и Нот Стив, Мяча Паттайри, Хонда и Стив, Тархар и Чамат Ямасана. Вот это he says he likes the way he fights, you know, he uses all four limbs, throws unique strikes, aggressive strikes, and uh, he's looking forward to putting on a great show for the fans. You mentioned being in Albuquerque, training at Jackson Wink, working with the likes of Holly Holm, Michelle Watterson, who was actually supposed to be on the same card with you, but now her fight with Amanda Hebas is getting pushed back and other great fighters that, that train there. How much has their experience in particular, Holly, Michelle, and some of these other veterans of the UFC, veterans of the game, how much has their experience and their wisdom helped you along the way? Mm-hmm. Um, Тамчид байдгаа одоо Холлын хоом Мишел Уотерсон эдгээр байдаг. Тэгээд тэднэрийн ер нь туршлага ер нь чамд хэрх нөлөө үзүүлсэн бэ? Хэрх туссан бэ гинэ? Оо нөлөө үзүүлвэ хуулийн хэсгийн хөдөлгөөн багаараа маш сайн ажиллаж байгаа. Ха багш нар ч тэр аа тамирчиж тэр бэлтгэл ан тамирчид бас бас сайтай. Тэг маш сайн нөлөө үзүүлж байгаа. Тэг их баяртай байна. Yeah, now he's very happy, you know, his their experiences has has has, has helped them a, a great deal. Um, you know, the, at Jackson Wink, you know, overall everybody, right? There's all the athletes, all the fighters there, to, from from the fighters to the coaches. You know, they work as a great team, a unit, and you know, it has helped them greatly. I saw that there was a bunch of snow in Albuquerque, and I saw a video of you sledding down the hills in the snow. It looked like a lot of fun. Do, do you enjoy the snow? And I saw it even even you putting snow on. You're shirtless and you're rubbing snow on your on your arms and stuff. Are are you enjoying the the snow out in Albuquerque? Mm-hmm. Um, you, uh, Charles, you Instagram which Albuquerque Засан дуртай Монголд бол маш их um, so in Mongolia, it is uh, really cold. So it's you know snowed in roughly three out of the four seasons. Um, so yeah, he, he loves it in Albuquerque. It's not that cold. So when he did have the opportunity to go to the mountains and see some snow, it was great. You know, very nostalgic. And you know, as a kid, he used to you know uh, do a, lot, a bunch of sledding in the, from the mountains. So it was very a nostalgic feeling. He had a great time. He loves it. Now we get this big fight in Columbus, March 26th with Chris Gutierrez. How, how do you see it playing out? Do do you see a fourth straight first round knockout? What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has no specific plans in terms of, you know, what round he's going to get the finish, but he's definitely looking to get to the finish. Now, if you go out there and this fight goes the way you think it will, 
That'll be four straight wins. And then you get in that place where you have a little bit of juice in a whole lot of momentum, four wins in a row. Could we see you uh, get on the microphone, call somebody out? Do you have somebody in mind that you're thinking about on March 26th with the victory? I know we're not looking past Chris, but do you have somebody in mind? You don't have to tell me, but I'm just curious if, if you're thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Um uh <laughs> Yeah, he definitely has someone in mind, uh, but you guys are going to have to tune in and find out. Oh, look at you. I love it. I love it. Promoting the fight, promoting the card. Uh, what does the rest of the year look like for you in your eyes? Like, how many times do you want to fight in 2022? You didn't hire my girl around. You didn't Yeah, this this year uh, is you know is looking great for him. Um, you know he feels great and he's he's definitely planning on you know staying busy and hopefully getting you know at a minimum three four fights this year. Nice. And then last thing, big title fight coming up in your division April 9th, two weeks after. Your fight with Chris between Aljamain Sterling and Piotr Jan, a big rematch. We all know how that first fight ended. Who do you think wins that fight and why? Yeah, he's he's excited. He's looking forward to the fight, and you know he, you know he likes he likes the idea of a, of a new fighter coming up uh, and winning the championship. So you know he's always look, rooting for uh, you know the, the new the up and coming uh, up and coming title uh, eliminator slash competitor uh, number one contender. Fair enough. Uh, Dana, I appreciate you jumping on here for the first time. I appreciate it very much. Anything else you want to get off your chest before we say goodbye, sir? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he says to all his, all his supporters and fans, um, you know, uh, he's very thankful, and you know, he really appreciates the support, and he's not going to let you guys down. Great. Thank you again, Dana. All the best to you this month for tr- in in the gym, getting ready for the fight, and in the fight itself. And uh, thank you very much, Toby. Thank you very much as well. Thank you. Um, thank you very much. You irkutanda ikhamjiktetotaragine thank you.
once again to David Onama. Goodness gracious, what a performance a little less than two weeks ago at UFC Vegas 48. Knocks out Gabriel Bernitez in brutal fashion and made uh, a bunch of extra coin in the long run for, for different reasons. Bonus, miss, weight misses. Man goes in there, gets four paychecks. Living the dream right now, David. Not a bad night at the office, was it not? Nah, man. Not at all. Not at all, man. Not at all. <laughs> So how are you? How is uh how's life been the last I, I think what 12 days as we're talking right now, 11, 12 days since that knockout? Uh how has life been since the big win? Life's been good, man. Uh, life's been really good. I'm still uh, recovering from the from the fight, you know. Uh I still kind of, you know, busted up. Uh, it's no swollen, but I still can't really, I still don't have like my full vision. So it's a little bit kind of bothering me. Uh, you know, body's still sore, my legs still uh healing up, you know. But, you know, it's getting better uh, day by day. So, you know, I'm all good. I was going to ask how, I mean, the, the early stages of that fight, classic Gabriel Benitez landing those kicks to the legs, to the body. That's something he's he's known for, trying to land those big shots. What were those next couple days like for you? What, what was what was the day after like? Were you Was it a painful day? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? I'm sorry. The day, the day after the fight, because of Benitez's style with the the kicks to the legs to the body, does all that work. What were yeah. the what was Sunday like for you? The day after the fight, were you, were you hurting? Were you limping around a bit? Oh man, like right after the fight, actually, uh, I, I went to the hospital, like literally, like immediately. That's why I didn't do the like the fight. Uh, what's it called post uh, conference? Yeah, like I didn't do that at all. Uh, went straight to the hospital from there and. You know, well, before I went to the hospital, I actually talked to Dana White. You know, he wanted to see me uh, in his office, you know, for the for the 50K. It was crazy. He was like, I want to see David and I'm going to bring him to my office. And, you know, my eye, like, I couldn't even see. My eye was hurting. I'm like, man, I want to talk to him before I go to the hospital. And it just they took me to his office. You know, he awarded me the 50K bonus, you know, talked to him a little bit, you know, what I want next and, you know, stuff like that. And then from there, I went straight to the hospital, got checked out. Uh, yeah, man, it was it was a life changing moment for me, man. You know, but yeah, on that Sunday, I was like, I was hurting, like I couldn't see, couldn't walk, still got crunches, like my leg was swollen, you know, body hurting from the body shots. Man, I was I was pretty beat up that that night. You get the, the the shoulder tap. Dana White wants to see you after this win, and he goes and tells you, and you have this conversation. Like that's crazy, man. Like, what are you thinking immediately after when when they're telling you that Dana White wants to see you in his office? And I was just speechless, man. I'm like, man, this can't be real. There's, there's no way this is happening, you know. Like, I'm like, no way, Dana. I'm like, bro, Dana don't want to see me. <laughs> you know, it was, it's been finally like, you know, it was finally good meeting them. You know, first time ever meeting the the president, of, you know, of the UFC. You know, always wanted to meet him. Uh, you know, it's finally a dream, a uh, dream come true for me. You know, <laughs> I was gonna stop smiling man, when I saw him. It was like, wow, this is really Dana White. He really wanted to see me. <laughs> so it, he told you right then and there that you were getting the bonus yeah he's like man holy crap like you are man he's like you are something special because he watched that uh mason jones fight yeah the apex he watched that one too he was very impressed and then me coming back three weeks later i mean uh you know me taking this fight on another three weeks you know like he knew what like what i was gonna bring to the table you know he knew it was gonna like i was gonna come out and fight because, you know, he saw me from my uh, Mason Jones fight, so he knew what I was capable of doing this fight. 
know, that's what I, that's what I was made event on the on the prelim. You know, I was the you know the closing out you know deal for the before the uh, the main event. So that's pretty awesome. Just like him recognize me and getting to know me and you know uh, give me a shout out and you know stuff like that. Like that really meant a lot to me. You know, because I feel like now he knows that you know, I really belong in this organization and him giving me that shout out, you know, really meant a lot to me because that's all I ever wanted was to be in the UFC, you know, like when I was a kid. And just finally being in there and like, you know, getting a shout out from the boss, man, it's it's crazy, man. Like, I know you had to go to the hospital yeah. after, but when, when fighters have performances like you had, oftentimes you have to watch the rest of the card and you have to like just kind of sit on your hands and make sure that nobody had a better finish than you. You're kind of sweating it out that, yeah, uh, you may not get a bonus. So that must have taken some weight off of your shoulders. Yeah, you had to go to the <laughs> hospital and yeah, there's better place, there's other places you'd rather be, but you already know you're getting that extra 50 G's, right? Like how, oh, how relieving knew. is that? Man, it was very relieving, man. It's like I said, man, this is this is what I wanted to do, man. It's a dream come true for me. You know, it's, it changed my whole life, man. You know, just just the whole fight and like the bonus, like literally it's changed my whole life. Like I'm at a I'm at, I'm like I'm at a better place in my life right now that I've ever like ever been in, you know? And I'm just man, I'm just grateful, man. You know, it's my life changed, you know? Like I'm grateful, man. It's life is good, man, you know. I just can't wait for the for the next uh, opportunity that's given to me, you know. So so the whole yeah. story, the, the whole story of the fight, I mean, at least the bigger part heading in was he misses weight by, by two pounds. He's had, he's had his issues before. I mean, there, I, I as soon as we saw the miss, there was no way you weren't taking the fight. We knew it was a million percent you were going to fight, but how did you react to that? Was there obviously no hesitation there, but how did you react to, to finding out that, that he, he didn't make weight? Yeah. Uh, my coach, uh, my head coach, James Krause told me that Benitez, you know, miss weight. To me, person that popped up was I'm still fighting no matter what, you know. Like I didn't even care about the purse. I don't care how much they was gonna take out or whatever. I didn't even care about the purse. I just wanted the fight to still continue. You know, as long as I was still like fighting, you know, I was I was happy. You know, so you know, him missed weight. Obviously, you know, he came out and you know didn't do his job, and I came out and did my job. So just me doing my job. I want to come out there and you know and do my job and still fight. You know. Cause I came out, you know, more of a professional, and then he he did, you know. So I just I told crowd, I'm like, man, is the fight still going on? Like I'm still fighting. He's like, yeah, you know, we're still gonna take the fight. And I'm like, all right, good. You know, and I'm good with it. But if 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 like if he would have like pulled out, then that would have upset me, you know, cause all, all that work I put in and like in the, in the gym and you know, just preparing myself uh, for the fight, you know, him pulling out that would have really, you know, let me down. Cause I really want to show the world that. You know, I, I belong here, you know, and get my first win in UFC. So, yeah, man, when I heard that, I was like, man, I still want to fight, you know. And the fight, you know, the fight continued, and, you know. And I changed my life. I knew I was going to change my life after this fight, too. So I was really upset when when he was going to pull out. <laughs> I'm like, man, don't you pull out, man. I still want to fight you no matter what. I don't care if you miss weight by 20 pounds. Like, I want to fight. <laughs> you know and then just and like me cutting weight you know like i'm exhausted and everything i just been through like i did everything right for the fight you know so for the fight to be canceled man that was gonna hurt me so i'm just glad it, you know it's continued you know 
So, so when you say you knew your life was going to change heading into this fight, what do you, what, what do you yeah. mean by that? Like how so like not financially, just everything like career wise, like what, what did you mean by that specifically? Just, I just knew I, I was going to win this fight. Like there's no way in my mind that I was going to lose this fight at all. You know, like I'm, I, before the fight even got offered, I'm like, whoever I fight next in the UFC, I'm going to win the fight. Like no matter what, you're going to have to kill me. So when, when I got Benitez, I told myself, I'm like, I'm not about to be 2-0 in the UFC. You know, I already told myself that, you know, I wake up every day telling myself I'm not losing my next UFC fight. Like, I'm just like, man, this, you know, I'm, I'm not losing. You know, that's what I meant by, you know, me uh, going in there and just kind of, you know, perform and show the world that I belong to the to the UFC. You know, that's, I just want to come out and fight, you know, and show the world that I belong here. Yeah. I mean, even, even in the loss to Mason, I mean, like I, like I've told you in the past, we have a matchmaking show every, it seemed like every week when there was a featherweight fight and somebody in your, at 145 or even 155 won a fight. It was always, I want to see this guy fight David Onama. You were probably (laughs) one of the most mentioned names. People just wanted to see you fight. Like even, even in the loss, just the way you performed, you got a lot. I mean, you're getting a lot of, uh, you got a lot of fans behind you. What right. has it been like now since you got the knockout win? Because you already had him, and now you're getting more. Has your social media like exploded since that knockout? Oh man, it's it's been going crazy. Like just all the love I was getting. Because from that Mason Jones fight, everybody was like, "Bro, you're gonna come back so much better. Like back to your, like uh, your original way, 145. You're gonna do so good, man. Just keep your head up, you know, and just keep you know keep going, you know." And man, I just had like pe- those, like those people that hit me up about the Mason Jones fight. Or the same people that messaged me and saying, man, congratulations. I told you how your life was going to change and how good you're going to do at this weight division. You know, 45 is all yours. You know, you're going to be top 10, top 15 in next year. Like, like the same people that messaged me on Mason Jones file, the same people that messaged me back telling me how, like, my life was going to change at 145. You know, and it's, it all, it all came true, man. I just, you know read the message and I, it was good messages too like it wasn't like anything like hateful or anything like that it was really like genuine uh, genuine uh, question you know so just went off from there man read them all like just swiping and i had literally like 100 plus uh requests on my inbox even on twitter when twitter was blowing up uh facebook literally like everybody was just showing me love you know so that really meant a lot to me because you know i showed them what i, I can do and kept my head up and just kept pushing. So. You got fans. Huh? You got fans. Yeah. You're in the biggest stage in the world and you got a bunch of fans, two fights in. Not a lot of people can say that. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it's crazy, man. How did it, it feel crazy. being back at 145, though? I mean, you went in at 155, didn't have to cut. You still had to cut weight because, I mean, you're a pretty big guy. But going back to 145, just being in that octagon and moving around and fighting back at 145 compared to the Mason Jones fight, how does how did that feel? My well, felt good, man. You know, I'm back to my uh, original weight like I said this is you know it's where I do best at you know so just just me being back in my original weight is you know what I wanted you know I, like next fight I just want like a full uh full fight camp you know that's all I'm asking for is next fight is if I get a full fight camp instead of because my, my Michigan fight I took the fight on you know four day notice and then this one on three week notice but I still feel like once I get like a full fight camp, I can still go out there and perform like how I did my last fight, you know? 
just yeah. giving me more time and just to train. I'm going to perform way better. You know, I felt like I could have performed better in my, uh, my last fight. You know, I felt like I did all right, you know, even on three weeks notice. But I feel like I can do so much better just like full, uh, full fight camp. Okay. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, I feel good, man. Back, back to featherweight. So. There you go. So you mentioned that one of the things you talked to Dana White about is is what would be next for you. So what would what is next for you? What what is he thinking? What were you thinking? I know you still got to heal up, and you're, you're still a little yeah. dinged up from the fight, and because I mean it just happened like less than two weeks ago, and it was a, a crazy fight for as long as it lasted. But what did you and Dana talk about from from that standpoint? Yeah, I told Dan I want to get back in uh, either April or May. He's like, man, we'll get you back in, man, just heal up, and, you know, we'll go from there. So as far as right now, I just want to, you know, get back to, you know, I just want to heal up, you know, recover a little bit, uh, and then get right back to uh, work on uh, on Monday and then start all over again, you know. Hopefully I get a, fight, a full uh, fight camp this time. And, you know, come out and do what I do best. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Anybody that sticks out to you? Like anybody you just want to get in there and chuck hands with? Because, I mean, there's featherweight is super fun right now, man, and you're a great addition to it. So, I mean, anybody in there you just want to chuck hands with and just have some fun, not even in a trash-talking way, just a reasonable next step up for you? Uh, as of right now, I don't really have nobody to call out. You know, I'm just going to – you know, I, this is my first win in the UFC. You know, like I just want to be humble, man, and at least win three fights in a row, you know? And then maybe start calling people out because I don't want to be that that guy just calling people out off one win in UFC. That'll make me look bad because they're gonna be like, oh bro, you just won one fight, you think he's a shit. But then I'm like, I know I'm the shit. So I'm gonna be humble and work my way up, you know. Even though I know I can compete in that, you know, in that uh, high level. I'm just not gonna call nobody out yet. You know, it, it, it'll make me look good if I win three fights in a row and then start calling people out instead of just winning one and you know. So I'm not going to do that now, but there is some guys out there that I want to call out. I'm just not, I'm going to save it, you know, I'm going to save it after these three wins in a row and then I'm going to call them out. So as of now, but nah, I'm not going to. All right. You actually, you actually just reminded me of something now that I, now that we mentioned it, because we had, I asked you a very similar question after you, the Mason Jones fight. And you said, nah, I didn't even have a UFC win. I haven't even thought about that. Like I can't be calling people out, but you said after you won your first UFC fight, you would let me know one of the yeah. names that you had in mind. I remember that. Give, give me one. You promised. <laughs> give me one. You promised dream fight or something you want in the future. You're not, not an official call out. The headline's not going to say David and I'm called out this person, but what oh, makes yeah. sense? You promised. All right, man. I'm gonna go with Max Holloway. Okay, I love it. I love I'm it. But that's in the future, you know. After getting all my, I've built myself more. Get three fights in a row and just keep, you know, developing. And then we'll see what the future brings. You know, when I get in top ten or top, uh, top fifteen or top ten, then I'm gonna start kind of calling people out. Like, this is who I want. You know, I can do this. I can do that. And you know, but as of now, I'm really nobody. You know. I'm somebody, but I'm still nobody, you know, if that makes sense. So, so that's the dream to fight. Humble, man, to me, yeah, to me, being humble is the key, man. That's really how you're going to get better, man. You know, just, just being you, man, and being yourself is what really gets you the wins, you know? Yeah. That's, so. that's how I see it, you know? It's the right I, attitude, you know, from the, Even from this Mason Jones fight, I've just been humble, got right back to the grind, and you know, just kept working, you know, and look what, look what I'm like my last fight did. It changed my whole life just because of that, you know, 
So, yeah, yeah. man, I'm happy, man. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. You know, those <laughs> yeah, listening man. on the on the audio, you can't see it, but this man is smiling ear to ear. It really, it's uh, it's refreshing to see this day and age, especially with everything going on in the world right now. It's nice to see a smile man. on somebody's face, right? It's crazy. Yeah, super crazy, man. So we got big. We got big title fight coming up in a couple of weeks. Alexander Volkanovsky versus the Korean Zombie in your division. Belt on the line. A belt that someday you would like to get towards. I would assume. So, who do you think wins that fight? Who are you leaning towards? How do you break that one down? Man, that's gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be a really good good fight. You know, I don't know who's gonna take it, but I know I'm for sure gonna watch. You know, I'm gonna watch those guys. You never know what the free, uh, the future bring. I love watching the featherweight fights because. Like me, me growing up, I used to watch Benitez, Gary Benitez fight all the time. And like, I haven't told anybody this, but for some reason, I was like, I might make it to the UFC one day and fight, you know, this guy. So I need to start studying more on on these fighters, you know. Like when Gary Benitez fought uh, Sadiq Yusuf, he fought Sadiq Yusuf. I was watching that fight too, and I told myself, you know, I might make it to the UFC and fight one of these dudes. Like you never know. And then three weeks later, I get uh, last weekend I get to fight Gabriel Benitez, and I was just talking about this like two, three years ago. I'm like, wow, but this is I might fight Gabriel Benitez one day or Sadiq Yusuf. And then three weeks later, I I mean, two, uh, last weekend I you know fight uh, Gabriel Benitez, which is like, boom, uh, it just blew my mind. I'm like, wow, this is really. It's like everything I talk about is becoming to reality, you know. So yeah, so I'm gonna watch the zombie fight, man. And you know, you never know. Buddy. Yeah, you never know, man. But I don't know who's gonna win that fight, man. It's gonna be a really good uh good bout. So I'm gonna tune in and just take notes, you know. Hopefully in the future I get to fight him. You know, so now you got me all fired up for a for a future David Onama versus Sadiq Yusuf fight, man. Oh man, inject yeah. that in, and I, I want to see that one someday next year and eighteen months or so. I think maybe the stars will align for something like that. Man, we can do it whenever. Just let me heal up, and we'll see what <laughs> what you know the UFC wants us to do. So yeah, Love like later, I said, man. I'm coming out of y'all right now. I'm just gonna you know be humble, man. Yeah. yeah. So humble's the way to we'll go. See. Humble's the way to go. <laughs> yep. We got we got this big main event coming up on Saturday where uh things are gonna get ugly in the trash talk department. So again, this is like this is the counterbalance of what we're gonna see between Covington and Mazadal all, all week long. So this oh, is Oh man, that fight about to be epic. Yeah. Who you got on that fight? Um, I think Colby's gonna win. I just think he's got too many ways to win. I but that first first eight, nine minutes of that fight, not saying Mazadal will get tired or anything. But if Mazadal, Mazadal, I mean, he can land one shot and change change lives. I mean, you know what that's like being a guy who can deliver yeah. with, that, with that kind of power. But I think if Colby could just put that pace on him and start landing takedowns and getting on top of him and just kind of wearing him out, I just, yeah. I, I just, since the fight was even discussed, that's kind of what what has been in my mind. But Mazadal is doing a real good job at at making this think that making me think that I could be totally wrong here. Which is good. You never, good know. you never know what he does, though. You know, he's he always shocked the world. So you can't count him out, though. So. Nope. You don't know, man. Them knees might come again. You do not know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very intrigued by it. I was very intrigued about I picked Mazadal to beat Usman in the rematch. Like, I, 
Mazdal convinced me. He convinced me. I was like, something weird's gonna happen. I had that feeling, and then to see how that fight ended, holy cow! Cut out the Africans. No, I didn't. I didn't want to all week. It was just like 30 minutes before the card started. I had to make my like final pick. I was like, you know what? I'm going, I'm, I'm throwing the hail Mary on Mazadal. And I was so wrong. And I like convinced other people to feel the same way with how passionate I was about it. But yeah, it's a great, I mean, for a fight with no title on the line, this is about as good as it gets, man. It's personal. It's heated. I think things might get ugly during the week where I'm just going to be over the fight by Friday, but Eventually yeah. those two are going to stand in that cage and they're going to, they're going to throw punches at each other and it's going to be a blast. A hundred percent. I'm excited for it, man. It's going to be a banger. Absolutely. David, next time you're in that octagon, it is sure to be a banger as well. So thank you very much for the time. Congratulations yeah. on the big win. Thank you for sharing all these fun stories and uh, heal up. And hopefully we see you back yeah. April, May and, and they're doing what you do best at 145 pounds. Oh, man, thank you for the time. Congratulations. And, uh, and save that money. That's what James Krause would be telling you, right? Man, yeah, for sure. I don't, I'm not touching that money at all. I'm going to invest it and do, do great things with it, you know? So Absolutely. Smart man. Th- thanks for the update. Thank you for the update. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, my friend. Take care. <laughs> you too, brother. Thank you. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. With the NBA Finals around the corner, you can bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet up to $1,500 if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Claude 3 from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point of the price performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skill and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high volume, high speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic. Anthropic.